Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alamin Rahmanirrahim Maliki Yawmiddin İyyaka na'budu ve iyyaka nasta'in Ehdinas sıratal müstakim Müsirratal ladina anhamta alayhim Hayrul maddubi alayhim Veladdalim Amin Shalom Aleikum, Assalamu Aleikum, Shalom, Salam, Namaste, Peace, Greetings. This is Naima Abdurrafi. Welcome to Listen to the Quran in Easy English. Today I'll read chapter 53 of the Quran, Najm, or The Star. First, my standard introduction. What are we reading or listening to when we read or listen to the Quran? Answer, the words of God, the Creator, Allah. La, object of worship. Al, the article of, the. Allah, the object of worship or the object of worship. I'll be using the term God. We are listening to or reading the words of God. God conveyed those words to Gabriel, the revelation angel. Gabriel, by the way, is referred to in the Quran as Ruh al-Qudus, the Holy Spirit. Gabriel conveyed the words just as they were given to him to Muhammad the prophet. This conveyance took place over the course of 23 years from 610 to 633 AD or common era. The beginning of this interaction between Muhammad and the angel Gabriel marks the beginning of Muhammad's commission as a prophet. Muhammad memorized the words. He recited the words to family and followers. They memorized the words Those who could write, wrote, and memorized them. Prophet Muhammad shared the words with others. They memorized, wrote, and shared. When the five daily prayers became a duty of Muhammad and his followers, recitation of the words became a major component of prayer. In the last year of his life, in the month of Ramadan, Gabriel came to Muhammad nightly and taught him the organization of the Quran that made the Quran timeless. Today, every Muslim in the world knows at least some of the words verbatim, just as they were conveyed to Muhammad by the revelation angel Gabriel. Hundreds of thousands, maybe millions, know all the words. That is, they can recite the Quran from memory. So the five daily prayers we Muslims perform are for both worship and for preserving the Quran. Muhammad himself could neither read nor write, but he was not illiterate. His society was a non-literate society, not an illiterate society. In fact, Muhammad was an eloquent speaker of Arabic. There were those much more eloquent, I'm talking about poets, throughout Arabia, among nomadic tribes in the settlements, poets and poetry were greatly esteemed. The early rejectors of Muhammad, poets among them, recognized the Quran as being poetry without equal, and they accused Muhammad of being a poet when, in fact, he had never been known to compose poetry. No, the words were from God. The words pertained to specific events occurring during the time they were being revealed, and the words addressed specific audiences. But while the words addressed specific audiences, they were instruction for anyone hearing them at the time, and at this time, and for all time. Muhammad and his followers learned all the words. Among the various audiences addressed are these, all the worlds. That is, the Quran is a mercy to all the worlds. This is what Allah states in the Quran, 
the worlds are the, the world of men, uh, that is humans, and gen, the spirit world, uh, and, uh, and, and creatures, and the galaxies we know about, and those about which scientists speculate, and the inhabitants uh, of those galax- galaxies, uh, if there are. Uh, and believers. The Quran is a guidance for believers, believers of all kinds, not just Muslims. Muhammad himself is addressed. His followers, his immediate family, his wives, doubters, deniers, opponents, bitter opponents, enemies, idol worshippers. Idol worship prevailed on the Arabian Peninsula and in many, if not most, other places in the world at the time of Muhammad. And for many centuries, possibly millennia, before his time. There were Christians and Jews in Arabia, and there were those like Muhammad who did their best to adhere to what Prophet Abraham had left, uh, left there 3,000 years earlier through his son Ishmael, Prophet Ishmael. But idol worship prevailed especially in Mecca, the barren, deserted, desertic place where God directed Abraham to leave his infant son, Ishmael, and Ishmael's mother, Hajah. I'm referring to the story in Genesis where Hajah is, is called Hagar, and Mecca is called Baca. Mecca was Muhammad's birthplace and home until he was 52 years old. Muhammad was a descendant of Abraham, through Ishmael. <clears throat> also addressed by hypocrites and Jews and Christians and Jews and Christians as a group. They are referred uh, to as the people of the book, Ahlul Kitab. The book in this case being what is known as Umul Kitab, the mother of the book. That is the book that is with God. What Moses received is from that book. What David received that is the Psalms, is from that book. What Jesus received, that is the Gospels or teachings, is from that book. What Muhammad received, uh, the, the Quran, the recitation, is from that book. These prophets of God were also messengers of God. They were inspired with words from God and the instruction that the words were to become a book, a scripture. We know that Abraham received a scripture, but we have no vestiges of it. Noah may have received a scripture, but we have no vestiges of that. I use the term vestige deliberately. Vestige means remnant, suggesting a sizable remnant. The books commonly known as scripture are just that, sizable remnants of actual scripture, but only that. They contain scripture along with other material, some of it relevant and some of it not. Time does what time does. It takes its toll. Over the millennia, there has been loss, and there has been addition of what should not have been added. Humans do what humans do. This is not the case with the Quran. The Quran is, a recept- is, is an exception. Within 25 years of the passing of Muhammad, what was meant to become scripture became so, a standardized book, one that has been preserved for the benefit of all humankind. Finally, with respect to audience, on rare occasion, individuals are addressed, even by name. So the words of God address specific audiences and people in the time of Muhammad. 
At the same time, they address timeless issues and speak to humanity for all time. Following are some things addressed by the words. The purpose of life. The nature of the life of this world. Guidance for successful living in the life of this world. Guidance in the form of information, encouragement, reminder, inspiration, warning. The purpose of paradise. Description of paradise. The purpose of hell. Description of hell. Description of judgment day, day of reckoning, final hour, resurrection day. These are all the same. Elucidation of earlier scripture with detail. Correction of misrepresentations of earlier scripture. Religious instruction, that is how to worship, how not to worship. (coughs) Description and source of wisdom and prophecy. All prophets prophesy, that is, foretell future events, especially those prophets who are also messengers. For example, Muhammad, Jesus, David, Moses, Abraham, and maybe a few more. But there were many prophets who were not messengers, but who prophesied. Uh, thousands of them, tens of, tens of thousands. For example, Old Testament prophets, uh, Elijah, Elisha, uh, Isaiah, Joshua, Samuel, Amos, Daniel, Hosea, uh, and, and, and Solomon. Uh, Solomon was a, a, a prophet, but unlike his father, uh, uh, he, was, he was not a messenger, along with being a prophet. And then and, and Ishmael, Ishmael uh, he wasn't an Old Testament prophet as such. However, over the millennia and into the present, there have been people who have not been commissioned by God as prophets, but who claim to or are claimed to prophesy. I'm not so sure about those claims. Finally, a helpful note. The references and allusions to events occurring during the years the Quran was being revealed could cause confusion, but they shouldn't. Yes, knowing what references and allusions point to do deepen understanding, but not knowing takes nothing away from understanding. The translations I use have notes, in some cases lots of notes, along with appendices. When I first started reading the Quran 40-plus years ago, I eventually learned to bypass the notes and appendices. I went back to them later. Nothing lost, much gained. So it is with understanding the many references and allusions in the Quran to Torah, to the Old Testament, and and to the Gospels. So it is with knowing world history. So it is with knowing classical Arabic. So it is with being able to unpack Arabic poetry that utilizes the Arabic of the time of Muhammad. So it is with being able to linguistically analyze the spoken Arabic of that time. Certainly, having background in these areas could deepen one's understanding of the Quran. But we must remember uh, that the words are the words of the creator and sustainer of the heavens, the earth, all upon, all within, all beyond, and all between. Meaning runs to depths humans cannot fathom. Meaning is also right at the surface in easy English. So listen to the Quran in easy English, and if you wish to give me feedback, um, go to my landing page. You'll find a way to connect with me. Uh, the URL for that page, the address for that page is 
607-206-9720.com. 607-206-9720.com. 607-206-9720.com. So <clears throat> the last verse of, of uh, today's surah, today's chapter, is a, a, a verse of sujood. That is, it is a, a, a verse uh, which upon hearing or reading, uh, we uh, do a prostration. So I'm going to do that. And um, so, and so when I read that verse, the broadcast is over, okay, because I will immediately uh, do that prostration. Um, so I will thank you now uh, for your attendance and your forbearance. And I um, ask Allah to uh, ask God to direct me to any mis- misrepresentations or confusion I may have called. And I ask him to uh, not hold accountable uh, anyone who does something or says something uh, that is incorrect, uh, having been misled by my misrepresentations or my uh, uh, or, or confusion, I have called. So again, um, thank you. And uh, I'll go to the reading now. And when I read that last verse, um, we are done. All right. Uh, so, Najm, the star. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. <clears throat> With the name of God, most gracious, most merciful. By the star, when it goes down, your companion is neither astray nor being misled. So the the Quraysh and others are being addressed here uh, concerning Muhammad. Your companion is neither astray nor being misled, nor does he say of desire, speak of, of desire. It is no less than inspiration sent down to him. He was taught by one mighty in power, endued with wisdom, that will be Gabriel, the angel. For he appeared, Gabriel, while he was in the highest part of the horizon. Then he approached and came closer and was at a distance of but two bow lengths or nearer. So did he convey the inspiration to his servant was meant to be conveyed. His heart in no way falsified what he saw Will you then dispute with him concerning what he saw? For indeed, he saw him at a second descent near the lope tree beyond which none may pass. So this refers to the uh, ascension into heaven that Muhammad made, guided by uh, Gabriel. Near it is the garden of abode. (laughs) 
Behold, the low tree was shrouded, <clears throat> and sight never swerved, nor did it go wrong. For truly did he see of the signs of his Lord, the greatest. Have you seen Lot and Uzzah and another, and, and, and another the third Manat? These are the, uh, you know, the major idols of uh, Arabia at that time. And another, the third Manat, for you, the male sex, and for him, the female? Behold, such would be and in, uh, be indeed a division most unfair. These are nothing but names which you have desi- uh, devised, you and your fathers, for which God has sent down no authority. They follow nothing but conjecture and what their own souls desire, even though there was already there has already come to them guidance from their Lord. No, shall man have anything he desires? But it is to God that the end and the beginning belong. However many be the angels in the heavens, their intercession will avail nothing except after God has given leave for whom he pleases and that he is acceptable to him. Those who do not believe in the hereafter name the angels with female names, but they have no knowledge of that. They follow nothing but conjecture, and conjecture avails nothing against truth. Therefore, shun those who turn away from our message and desire nothing but the life of this world. That is as far as knowledge will reach them or their knowledge will take them. Verily, your Lord knows best those who stray from his path, and he knows best those who receive guidance. Yes, to God belongs all that is in in the heavens and on earth, so that he rewards those who do evil according to their deeds, and he rewards those who do good with what is best. Those who avoid great sins and shameful deeds, only small faults. Verily, your Lord is ample in forgiveness. He knows you well when he brings you out of the earth and when you are hidden in your mother's wombs. Therefore, do not justify yourselves. He knows best who it is that guards against evil. Do you see the one who turns back, gives a little, then hardens? What? Has he knowledge of the unseen so that he can see? No. Is, is, is he not acquainted with what is in the books of Moses and of Abraham who fulfilled his engagements? Namely, that no bearer of burdens can bear the burden of another that man can have nothing but what he strives for, that his striving will soon come in sight. Then will he be rewarded with a, with a reward complete. That is to your Lord, that to your Lord, 
That, to your Lord, is the final goal. That it is he who grants laughter and tears. That it is he who grants death and life. That he created in pairs, male and female, from a seed when lodged. That he has promised a second creation. That it is he who gives wealth and satisfaction. That it is that he is the Lord of Sirius. And Sirius being um, the star or star system that is uh, the brightest, um, it, it, it, visibly the, the brightest of those in, in, in the solar system, uh, those of us on Earth. Um, it's the brightest star in, in, in, in, in the night sky. It's not the North Star. star it's the brightest star. And it's, it is a star system outside of the, the solar system. He is the Lord of Sirius. And so the, the, the, the chapter, uh, the, the surah, is titled Najm. Najm meaning star, generic term for star. But it, it is serious that Najm, uh, to which Najm refers. He is the Lord of Sirius. And, and, and that he destroyed the ancient Ad and the Thamud nor gave them a lease of perpetual life. And before them, the people of Noah, for that they were, because they were most unjust and most insolent transgressors. And he destroyed the overthrown cities, that is, Sodom and Gomorrah. Um, so the listeners are, are, are acquainted with these the, the, the stories of these ancient people who were destroyed and they're, they're acquainted with the story of Abraham who was there in many cases a, a direct ancestor and and, okay. and he destroyed the overthrown cities so that uh so that they have been covered up. Then which of the gifts of your Lord will you dispute about? This is a warner of the warners of old. That is, Muhammad is a warner of of the warners of old. Abraham, Noah, Moses. It is ever approaching, drawing near, that is the, the judgment. None but God can lay it bare. That is, do you then, that is, judgment day is simply behind a veil, and none but God can lay it bare. <clears throat> do you then wonder at this recital? And will you laugh and not weep? Wasting your time in vanities, and we now we come to the last verse. Wasting your time in vanities, but fall down in prostration to God and adore. Sadakallahu alazim.